and welcome once again to Five Questions Over Coffee with me, Stuart Webb. And today I've got Christine with me, who is a really, got, I'm really looking forward to this, is a really inspirational talk. I think we're going to have a chat about a really interesting project that Chris has been doing with his daughter. But Chris, in his day job, uh, does financial planning. So, you know, this is a real break from tradition, Chris, somebody who actually uh, works in kindness and financial services. <laughs> it's yeah, a weird yeah. combination, Stuart, isn't it? It's not one that I don't. I don't think I've ever had a conversation with somebody that who's who said to me, "Yeah, kindness and financial planning—they go together really well." <laughs> Chris, welcome to the podcast. Really, really Thank pleased you. to see you here. Listen, um, you know, we normally start off with how do you help your clients, but you know, how do you help people be kind? I guess is the question I'm going to sort of put back to you. It's a really good question. Um, I hope that we inspire people um, through the work we do on the podcast because, and we've been doing it for five years now. I, I know sort of uh, podcasting is an interesting thing. It's something I have fell into with an with a desire to share stories of people doing good stuff in the world. Um, and when we first started it, it was that case of going. We looked at the numbers because I am a financial planner and that's just sort of part of what my personality is looking at now, the numbers. And I think the first week... You can take the out of the person, but you can't take the person out of the planning. <laughs> <can you? laughs> no, I think, I think I, I'm a business owner as well, right? So tracking the numbers and understanding what's going on is, yeah, is, 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 part, of, is part of who I am. Um, and it's interesting because when we first started looking at... Um, sort of the amount of listeners we were getting on the podcast. I think week one was 17 and uh, week two was 12. So we lost listeners in the first week for some bizarre reason. Um, but now we've been doing it for five years and we've consistently shared stories of people doing amazing stuff in the world. Um, uh, we we get tens of thousands of listeners who tune into the Kindness Project uh, every month. And it's an absolute honour to share the stories of people doing uh, amazing stuff in the world. I absolutely love it. Yeah, and it's a really, really great thing to do. You know, to be honest with you, Chris, there's not enough kindness going about, is there? That's one of the that's one of the messages that comes through to me. Yeah, I mean, I mean, part of and it's interesting, isn't it? You know, what what you said at the start about that um, combination between being a financial planner and kindness, even though. Uh, even though we're in a position where that link might not be obvious, what I do in the day job is help people achieve financial independence so they can live the lives they want. Um, and actually, there's nothing kinder than having that financial clarity so that you can go and do stuff you want. And often, for a lot of our clients who are typically between 50 and 60 when they start to work with us, um, part of their life plan moving forward is giving back because they've been lucky in their life to build a, a level of wealth um, and it's often it's about that next stage of their life being in a situation where they go well how can I help others yeah yeah I I, I you know you're probably aware a little bit of some of the work that I do and I'm working with business owners to try and grow their business but nearly nearly all I mean it's not true that every one of them but pretty much every one of them wants to be able to grow their business because what they want to end up doing is saying, well, I've got this charity or I've got these people that I want to help. Actually, what I want to do is liberate enough money from the business at the end of it yeah. to go into, you know, there's only so much time you can spend on the golf course. 
So, you know, they want to do something else. They want to spend some time with some people. They want to be there. I mean, I know I've just helped one guy. He's, he's grown his business. And what has he done? He's done two things. One, he's now spending a lot more time in a hospice. Because as he said, the one thing that you hear about people when they get to this stage in their life is they've spent too much time in the office. And he wants to get people out of doing that. Yeah, and the second yeah, thing yeah. is that he's actually sort of dev- de- no, uh, devoting some of that money back to helping other people grow their business. So he can see them get back out and do good things after they finish with their business life. So you're absolutely right. Financial financial planning is an important part of being able to give back. I mean, one, one of the things that I'm really proud of is, and again, we talked about the podcast, it's one of the lucky things I've managed to do is take all of the stories from the podcast and put them in a book. And that was published um, uh, late last year. It's doing really well. Um, about 100% of the profits we get from that book are going to our local hospice, funny enough. St. Francis, who do amazing work uh, for, for people at, at the end of, in, end of your lives. And certainly going, and, and we've got a really good close relationship with our hospice. They've been on the Kindness Project a number of times, and I did the marathon for them in 2021. Um, so we've, we've done a lot of work together supporting what they do. And I've been lucky enough to see the work they do firsthand uh, by yeah. going into those bits and, uh, and meeting the team and stuff like that. And you look at that and you go, it does give you a different perspective on life when you yeah. realise that um, uh, sometimes it comes to an end quicker than we think and sometimes we need to think about the decisions we make with our time, which is the commodity that's most limited, um, as opposed to the money. Yeah, Chris, you're absolutely right. I've, I've put the link to the book down at the bottom of the screen. Right. So uh, the kindnessprojectbook.co.uk forward slash book. That's the kindnessprojectbook.co.uk forward slash book. Can't recommend that everybody just goes and gets a copy of that themselves because there are some great, great stories. Um, Chris, you just mentioned something there in terms of time, and I, I'm sort of I'm constantly aware that time is the one thing that you can't get. You can, you can make more money. You just can't make more time. Time passes, you know, whether you like it or not. And I'm, I'm constantly aware that, um, that, you know, I talk to people who own businesses and they talk about time management. I go, look, time manages itself, whether you like it or not. It passes at 60 seconds per minute, whether you do what you want. <laughs> the only thing you can do is manage your attention during that time. And I think that's one of the things that you're sort of talking about there is it's, it's about attention, isn't it? It's about people being attuned to what they're trying to do and, and being, and thinking about more what they're trying to achieve with some of the stuff that they're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, and and again, this is the planner coming out coming out in me. It's about having a clear strategy to step one because the amount of people we speak to who, like in our professional lives, um, talk about, oh, well, I've done this, <laughs> or, I've set up this investment, or I've done. Before we start talking about any of that, what's the plan? You know, and it goes back to be intentional with your time and look at sort of how we uh, how, how we do that. Um, and just having been financially clear about where you are so that you can move on to to to, to, to where you want to be. And it's interesting because when and I get Stuart, I'm not perfect. You know, if you've read the book, I'd say was. I tell stories about the fact that I am um, liable to make mistakes like all of us. Um, uh, I tell one story in the book about uh, I travel with my dad every year. My dad's in his 70s now. And we do like a little uh, weekend, boys weekend every year where we go away together. 
Um, and uh, a couple of years ago, we went to Gibraltar um, and I booked a hotel, the Hotel Gibraltar, um, and like, booked all the flights and stuff like that. Flew into Gibraltar Airport, got in the cab at Gibraltar Airport and said, look, we'd like to go to the Hotel Gibraltar. He went, I can't take you there. I was like, okay, interesting. Um, why not? Because, sir, the Hotel Gibraltar isn't in Gibraltar. It's in Spain. Um, and I, I like, and bear in mind that we manage millions and millions of pounds for our clients. We're really good at what we do, hopefully. Uh, we do all that sort of stuff. I don't know anybody else, Stuart, who's booked a holiday in the wrong country, you know, who's booked a hotel in the, in the, in the wrong place. Now, I, I, I thought I'd done my research. I've Google mapped it. It was 10 minutes from the airport. It was just over the border. But one thing I do write about in the book, and the reason I share that story, particularly as business owners, is I think the starting point to be kind to others is also to try and be kinder to ourselves. Yeah. Um, and, you know, understand that life isn't perfect, but also sort of navigate that in a way which allows you to do the best for you and your clients. Yeah, absolutely right. You know, Chris, that's a really interesting, um, uh, yeah, a really interesting story to illustrate that because, you know, too often I find business owners who are beating themselves up. And, you know, I think you and I are both fans as well of, of the Daily Stoic, right? I yes. sort of sit and read, I sit and read that. That's the first thing I sort of read pretty much every day is to just center myself on the fact that there are a lot of things in this world that you cannot control, but the one thing you can control is your reaction to the circumstances. Yes. And so often yes. we're trying to fight against things, and we're trying to control things which are just out of control. We can't control the world, we can't control the weather. But what yes. we can do is decide what we're going to do to react to it. And deciding to react to a setback like that by going, okay, fine, so we're going to go and go in a hotel that's 10 minutes down the road, but in a different country. We'll make the best, of, we'll make the best of that, we'll find yes. a way of making it good. But that's the thing, it's about perspective, isn't it? I mean, my dad wasn't happy, if I'm honest. I mean, I'm dragging a 74-year-old man through them. And the thing is, we tried to get a cab the other end, but we didn't have any euros because I didn't expect us to have, like, need any because Gibraltar still used sterling. Um, but we woke up in the morning and it took a while for him to get over it. But I did say we are now getting international travel every day of our trip. Um, so, so it did, it did potentially help, but, I mean, you, you, and again, I'm glad you brought that up. That if there's one book that I'd recommend anybody read, it's the Daily Stoic. Um, it's the book that I read every day. Um, and it's a really interesting discipline that book has around only read a page a day. I've never done that before, but throughout 2022, I did it and it really helped my, um, morning routine and having a perspective on the day. What's your, What's your favourite Stoic teaching? Oh, gosh. I mean, I, I think I was, I was probably getting towards it towards the end. Of, and we started doing it when we were talking about it um, um, just now, which is which is that, that concentration on the fact that, you know, I remember very clearly it was towards the end of December, the, the, the momentum already, you know, yeah. everyone is going to die. And you sit there and you think, I don't want to think about it. But at the same time, it focuses your mind on... And it's so difficult to get across to people who are younger. And I work a lot with students and and you, you, I watch them spend hours debating if they could spend 20 pence less on this or 20 quid less on that. And you think the time that you're spending debating that you could actually put into something which is going to make 20 quid later on in your life. But 
Yeah. You know, just focusing. And we come back to that thing. It is that focus. It's the focus on the right thing, not the wrong thing. People spend too much of their time. And I was just dealing with a business owner just before we got into this call. And, you know, he was fretting about something and I was going, let it go. It's just not that important. You know, in the grand scheme of things, when you get to the end of the business life, you're going to look back and go, what the heck that was about? You know, that was a day of fret wasted because I could have got on with doing what I'm doing. It is that focus on, remember, you've got a legacy. Remember, you've got something you're going to leave and make sure what you leave is worthwhile rather than fretting about the money or fretting about the it is it is you know you look back and you go did I have the right relationships are people going to look back on me and think I was you know a reasonable nice kind person or are they going to look back and go why was he always constantly worrying about the money you know that's that's I think the teaching and I agree I mean the the money what we what we sort of start with is all money is is a tool to allow you to live the life you want now without money Life can be fairly difficult, can't it? Because it brings worry where you don't need it. But thankfully, the clients who um, try to start us with their, you know, accumulated wealth and life savings, and that's a responsibility of trust we take really seriously, um, are in a position where they're either financially independent or getting there. Um, and uh, ultimately, it's all about relationships, isn't yeah. it? You know, the reason we started the Kindness Project, and it was really selfish, if I'm honest. The reason the reason I started the Kindness Project is she's 19 now, but um, Charlotte was 13, and I was really worried about maintaining a rela- relationship with a teenage girl because what do I talk to the teenage girl about? Um, um, and having that project where we work on it together, particularly as we, you know, we post every week and and we record content pretty consistently it's been a really good anchor to that relationship you know um and and it's inspired hopefully you know she's she's at uni at the minute strat guide studying journalism hopefully that curiosity of helping understand and tell other people's stories has inspired her to do that more yeah and I, i think it's a great i think it's a really great way of maintaining that relationship i um, I don't know, with my son, the relationship revolves around something something much more shallow and sport. But I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's whatever you hold on to, isn't it? With my youngest, it's art because she loves she loves art. So it, it, it's just I think you've got to go where they are. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and do that. Yeah. Now it's interesting, Chris. I'm sorry, we've sort of gone off of, gone off the kind of project a bit, but actually, go where they are is really it's, it's really an important lesson for business, isn't it? Because so often, you know, as business owners, we are not reaching out to where the customer, our client, is. And I, you know, I say this so often. You sort of alluded to it a little bit. Then, you know, we don't out reach to our customer and try and put ourselves in their shoes nearly enough do you and that's kind of where i was sort of thinking that sort of some of the kindness project sort of comes into this we don't actually try and put ourselves in their shoes we try and sort of hope that they'll come to us but actually the secret to building a business the secret of kindness is going out and saying what do i do to put myself in your shoes and then look at it from your point of view and actually that's a good lesson for business it's, it's, a, it's a real interesting one, particularly in the business that, that we're in as, as a chart financial planning practice, because I think we underestimate how scary it is to come to talk to somebody like me. Um, I think in the UK, money is still quite a taboo. Uh, it, we're in a position where having 
um, open and honest conversations about money is something we're not we're not that great at in the UK. Um, but um, coming to somebody like me and saying I'm not clear about where my financial future lies and I need your help um, is scary. Um, so when we were thinking about how we could um, help clients uh, in a way that, that makes it as intimidating. Part part of the reason we um, we put videos on our website, client testimonials, and and things like that is to show that smart, sensible people um, uh, uh, get the help they need to 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 get the outcome they want. Uh, and it is scary initially, but we're quite friendly. So yeah. and and if we can show that if we can show that the experience of speaking to a financial planner, getting the help you need, is a I was going to say painless, less pain than you expect, um, uh, then hopefully more people will then um, get, get the help they need to, to achieve their goals. Um, but we, as I said, we never underestimate the trust people put in us. You know, somebody's worked 20, 30 years building their business, building their careers, building their wealth to achieve what they want to do in the next chapter of their lives. Trust them me and my practice and my team with it is a is a is a big jump so i think illustrating the fact that we are decent people who want to do the right thing is important now the kindness project was nothing to do with that i didn't expect the two to overlap the kindness project was about a desire to share stories of people doing good good with the world when at the time i was looking at the world and going where are all the good stories um, but I think it does help for clients to be um, to recognise that we believe in doing well and doing good. Yeah, I agree with you, uh, Chris. You, there must be something you're doing at the moment to to reach out to those clients, those, you know, giving them the help without sort of you know charging them the earth before you sort of do it. What what do you what's the what's the way that people should should engage with you both as a business and with you as a person sort of now promoting the kindness that you're, you're talking about in the book. Yeah, so so tip, typically it's interesting. So we're twelve years into the practice now, Stuart, and we're typically referral only. So all of our clients come through introductions, either through our professional network, people who know and like us and trust us, or through our existing clients, and that's a really nice position to be in. Uh, but I'm always looking to connect with fun, interesting people. One of our rules. As a, as a practice is we only work with people we like. Yeah. Um, that's really important to us because we want to have a great time while we're working. Um, as you say, if we're intentional about who we work with, it's interesting. I want to get your perspective on this. How many business owners you, do you work with are take on clients they know they're not going to yeah. oh, enjoy spending time oh, with? Yeah, oh boy. You know, that's interesting because I had a discussion with a, with a, with a, with somebody about that the other day. Um, when I say the other day, it was about 10 days ago. So it was, it's, a, it's a bit more than a week. It was just at sort of the, the turn of the, between the Christmas and New Year period. Uh, and they were basically saying, you know, I have problems. And, and I just sort of went through and went, look, it's a quiet period. Let's just spend, I spent, I spent a couple of hours and went, Let's go through all the current customers you've got and just sort of ask the question, are they making you a profit or not? 
And absolutely yeah. every single one, he basically turned around and said, oh, they're difficult. I don't make much with them. They're difficult. And I looked at him and I said, why do you have these customers? Yeah. And he went, well, I couldn't do without them. And I went, are you having fun with them? No. Well, what's the point? Well, um, you know, they, they make me profit. And I went, we've just proved that two of those are there losing money. Yeah. Why are you working with people that are losing your money? And the fear of letting go, the fear of saying, no, I don't want it, because there was this, but they might produce better results in the future. And when uh, the evidence from history is that they won't. And yeah. if you're in business just to hope, you're in business just to sort of expect some miracle, you're in the wrong business. So yeah. my advice to him was start, start basically quitting clients. Just turn around and say, sorry, your behavior is not what we want. We're not interested in working with people like you. You can change your behavior or, or we're firing you. And he looked at me and said, couldn't possibly do that. And I went, I don't think we're going to be able to work together because that's my attitude. My attitude is not to turn around and work with people who, frankly, are going to cost me more effort than I'm going to get out of it. Yeah, yeah. And I get why positive. I get why it's difficult, right? Because I, I've, I've been there in terms of the um, the sort of my journey as a business owner in the first couple of years, not being able to do that and then getting to a point where I go, well, why am I, why am I doing that? Um, Brian, Brian's, I can see Brian's just commented saying hope is not the strategy. I He's agree, absolutely I, right. Absolutely, Thank you, Brian. I absolutely agree with that. I mean, it's, it's having that, having that clear plan and, and having the difficult conversations yeah. when clients aren't working with you. That's the bit that I think a lot of business owners avoid. Yeah, absolutely right. Uh, Chris, I mean, I'm taking up far too much of your valuable time. So I'm just going to very quickly get to the sort of the final question that I've got for you, which is, you know, I've asked you some questions. You've asked me some questions, but there must be one question that we haven't yet sort of asked. And I know we sort of veered into this a bit. in sort of, you know, what's the what's what some of our sort of strategies. But what's the what's the one question that I should have asked you, perhaps about the kindness project, perhaps about financial planning, perhaps about life itself. But which well, one question would you like me to have asked, which I haven't asked yet? Well, firstly, let me say thanks, Stuart, because I've really enjoyed it. It's been a short chat, but I've really enjoyed our, our conversation today. And thank you for helping me promote the book. Yeah, with, no, we're going um, to push this out, Chris. You know, we'll, we'll talk about how we're going to help that with. But, yeah, uh, I think it's uh, a great book. I think, it's, I think it's worth everybody getting a copy. You know? Yeah, I mean, I mean, thankfully, the sales have been have, have been pretty decent so far. The more we can raise for the hospitals, the more yeah. uh, I'll be happy. And um, one thing I do want to mention on the book for us to uh, uh, talk about the question is we've got a event uh, at an ASX in the mid middle of Feb. So it's a bit of a late book launch slash celebration event. Uh, we'll share that with everybody. If you're, if you're in the area or you want to travel down, uh, we should have a really good turnout to help us celebrate the, um, the impact of the book. Um, one thing, one thing that I think, uh, we could have explored more is uh, reading material because I think yeah. the starting point with when people are building their financial plan is self-education, right? You know, what can I learn to uh, learn to um, uh, empower myself with before I actually come and speak to a pro professional? And there's a few books. Number one is Happy Money by Elizabeth Dunn. It talks about the fact that um, spending money can make us happy, but spending money on certain stuff makes us happier than others. So that's a really interesting book to read. Uh, well-being by Tom Rath is another good one. Um, that's all about looking at all aspects of well-being, not only financial. Uh, the Automatic Millionaire is one of my favourite books by David Buck. 
Um, and interestingly, the Daily Stoic. I definitely recommend that in all aspects of your life, reading the Daily Stoic is worthwhile. Can I, can I just, because I, I, we've just talked a little bit about sort of daily routines, Chris, and I, I don't know, as I said, one of the first things I do is, is get up and I read the Daily Stoic, but I also have a, a, a routine that means that the, one of the first things that I do in the morning is I actually read myself in the, in the way that you've just discussed. I'm just going to show you the book that I'm currently reading that's, that's on my desk. So that's, yeah. that's a really, that's a good book that I recommend. I'll tell you the other one that I've got, which, which might surprise you. Uh, but that is absolutely brilliant. Anybody who hasn't read that book, you will not expect that to be a really good business book, but it's a brilliant business book because it's about people. It's yeah. about how you manage to get inside the head of somebody. And, you know, we've just talked about it too often. Business is not about try. I'm going to have to try and put these down without knocking everything down on my desk. <laughs> Too often, business owners are not thinking about the people, are they? They're not thinking about the, 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 the you know, how do you make somebody's, you know, happy in their life? And I, I said this to a, to a business owner recently. I turned around and said, he said to me, I'm afraid of selling. And I went, well, everybody's afraid of selling. We're all afraid of rejection. But I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah, I like that from Howard Bullock. He's another financial advisor, which I'm going to just, uh, we'll put that up in a minute. Um, uh, but, you know, the one thing that I keep saying to people about selling is if you've got a solution to their problem and you've understood their problem properly, if you just reach across the desk and say, do you want help? They will buy it from you. You yes. don't sell a solution yes. to anybody. You they will buy it from you. So to be honest with you, work with the people you like and just offer them help. You'll be surprised. And, 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 selling. and, and interestingly, I mean, that our approach is. It's got to be when you're ready, you know, and, and sometimes that element of um, speaking to somebody initially and them not being ready yet doesn't mean they don't need your help sometime down the future. The amount of times clients have come back when they've gone, the pain's got too much now. I need to get financially clear to go to the next stage of my life. It's, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. Chris, this has been a really fabulous discussion. Thank you so much I've for spending it. a few minutes. Um, I, 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 I'm very aware of how valuable your time is. Uh, look, everybody, go get this book. Go get the Kindness Project uh, book. It, it, it is, it is, it is, a, it is an interesting book. It is not your standard business book, except it is. So if you see what I mean, um, Chris, I wish you all the all the success with that. I'm just gonna just gonna just gonna put one uh, one final thing up. If you would like to get onto our mailing list, so that you get an email on a weekly basis about who I'm talking to on the podcast this week. Really interesting conversations like this. So you can join us. We've had people today putting comments up and talking about the sort of comments that, that, that people like, interesting people like Chris. We don't have interesting people on this podcast. We don't have any waste of time. That's the link to get on, which is tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. That's tca.fyi forward slash subscribe. Chris, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with us. I'm just going to play the outro so that we finish this off. Uh, and then I'll make sure that we get out. We really help you to promote the Kindness Project book because right. I think... An absolute pleasure, Stuart. Thank you, mate. No problem at all, Chris. Thank you very much indeed.